Welcome to the PRBI Insider presented by PR Boutiques International. The very best PR results require tailored strategies and individual attention. Effective techniques vary considerably from market to market and culture to culture. So when we create a program, rather than laying out prescribed solutions lacking in freshness and vitality, we start with careful consideration of our clients' objectives and plan a creative roadmap. This is the first of two interviews in this episode about how clients and their PR agencies can work together to build strong, productive relationships. Joy's first guest is David Ball, Ball Consulting Group, Boston. And her second guest is Tyler Rathchen, Decibel Blue Marketing and PR, Phoenix and Denver. Welcome, everybody, to the PRBI podcast series, Chats with the Experts, on insights into communication trends, topics around the world related to better communication. And this podcast series is designed to provide practical information on the changing world of PR, how communications can be improved and enhanced, and how practitioners and clients can engage to solve many of the new challenges of communication today. I'm Joyce Scott, the moderator. I am the head of Scott Public Relations, which is a boutique PR agency specializing in healthcare, insurance, and technology. We're based in Los Angeles and serve companies around the world. Today, our topic is winning partnerships, selecting and collaborating with the right PR firms. Our guest today is David Ball, and I'd like to give David a chance to introduce himself to you. Sure. Thank you so much, Joy. It's a pleasure to be here today. President of Ball Consulting Group, LLC. We're a strategic communications firm. We specialize in healthcare, nonprofits. We do B2B, business, uh, and a variety of other things. Focus on both proactive public relations, marketing communications, and crisis communications. Well, thank you, David, for joining us today. It's my pleasure, Joy. As we know, business partnerships are like marriages. Sometimes they even last longer. <laughs> I've always found that long-term relationships between my agency and our clients deliver longer value and greater and greater value over time. What we want to talk about today is what is that combination of shared values, goals, chemistry that makes an agency-client relationship successful? So there might be some listeners out there, companies who are considering, should I engage a PR agency? What do you find, David, are some of the reasons why companies should consider looking for a PR agency partner? Well, I think that when it comes to communications within an organization, It's really about capacity and specialization. Some organizations don't have any capacity to do external communications and others have capacity, but maybe not the right set of skills within the broad communications rubric. So for instance, an organization might have someone that focuses on generating publicity for the organization and and placing news stories, but their skill set isn't, you know, in the strategic or crisis communications area, which comes in handy when there's a situation. So in some cases, we're engaged when there is capacity in-house, but they need another set of hands. And in other cases, we are the communications department, so to speak, for the for our clients' organizations. Mm-hmm. So the reasons might be the need for specialized skills. It might be uh, capacity issues. Might be situational where a company needs a partner, say, in a crisis communication situation. So there's yeah. there's a lot of reasons. Yes, and we've really seen in in our years 
all of those, all of the above. So we do a lot of crisis work. And so there are times when things occur in an organization and they simply feel like they need an outside advisor who has, mm-hmm. who's, who's been through myriad crises, every kind of crisis. And there are times when sometimes the organization wants to be a thought leader and is looking to get a, an opinion piece written and placed. So it really, there's all kinds of combinations. Sometimes we work in a large agency, large organization with vice president for communications. Sometimes we're working with directly with a CEO on a matter. Sometimes in the case of a startup, we're working with a bunch of people around a dining room table. So it really varies. When a company's made this decision, what advice would you give them for picking the right partner? What should they, what criteria should they have? What should they be looking for? What should they be considering as this big decision? Well, I would say there's really two key issues. One is, do they have the skills to deliver what I need? Um, do they have the ability to understand what we as an organization do? Do they have the ability to write about it and position it and message it and to get it out into the broader public. So do they have the skills? The second is really, I think, much less objective and much more subjective. And it really comes down to chemistry. In the same way, when you hire an employee or maybe even pick a friend, you know, you want a partner that you feel kind of gets you and understands your business and that you feel like you can have a really successful partnership with. So personality does play, I think, a fairly big role in that decision. What an agency and a client both have gone through this process of selecting each other and they've decided to commit. What would be your advice in really how to set up the relationship from the beginning to be successful over the long term? Yes. So I think it's really important to have a shared understanding of goals and expectations. So the work that is to be done, how it's going to be done, uh, along what timeline it's going to be done and what they can expect. Sometimes the expectations are not where they need to be, frankly, on either side. But I think sometimes clients have a sense that we're going to hire an organization and immediately get results. And that's often not possible because it takes time to develop the content, the the news hook or the messaging in a way that's going to appeal to a journalist. And we often say you really want to give yourself a six or 12 month window to uh, work with an organization because it may take that long to get meaningful results. You may get initial results, but to, to get to the point where you really are where you want to be with your communication strategy, whether that's visibility or whether it's something else, it it may take six to 12 months. So really, really setting the expectations. I find, you know, even in my own career and having run this company for 14 years, the older I get, Joy, the more I try to bring clarity to everything I do. And I think when I first started out in the agency world, I was much more cautious about putting expectations up front because you don't want the client to hear a lack of confidence in your ability to get a placement or to feel as though you're wavering on what you might have discussed when you wrote the proposal. But I think upfront, letting them know what's viable and what's not. If it's a you know, small startup organization that is brand new to the market, has no products or services currently known, and isn't working in a space that's highly controversial or sensitive or of interest to the media, then it's not reasonable 
reasonable to expect they're going to be on the front page of the Wall Street Journal with their product or service right away or at all. But hopefully they'll get there. They'll get to a place where they can get that kind of broad recognition. Um, but it takes time. And I think I think just being very clear about expectations is very important. Mm-hmm. Okay, good advice. Good advice for any partnership. Yes. Now, sometimes despite the best laid plans of mice and men, <laughs> they things gang after delay. Um, so what have you seen that might make a relationship go off the rails during the course of an agency and a client working together? Yes. Well, I think that it's really along the track of the communications relationship between the client and the agency where things most often go askew. And uh, again, I could go back the whole expectation setting piece, but I think also when you're an agency, you're not working inside an organization day to day. And so you really do rely on your client to get information. And there are times when, when you just don't get that kind of access to information that you need. So the biggest challenge is making sure you're really staying up to date and to be persistent with the client in terms of getting information you need, you know, hopefully not to be obnoxious about getting what you need, but at least to be regularly reminding the client that you want updates, you want time on the phone together. You need, I think one area that where I've seen issues arise is where a client doesn't have familiarity with dealing with the media and now they're hiring a media relations firm. The media relations firm is getting opportunities for them. The media moves very quickly. It's daily news cycle or less these days. So if you can't get someone on the phone to talk and to be prepped immediately, then you're going to lose that media opportunity. So we find that sometimes organizations aren't ready to uh, respond in the in the timely way that we need them to to do an interview. You know, we'll have a reporter from, for instance, a daily publication. I know now that the media world is, of course, fractured. And so, you know, daily publications have websites that get updated by the minute. So there really is no such thing as a daily publication. But someone will call from a major news organization and they'll need a response to a story. And we'll call a client and say, you're expert on this matter. So we'd like to have you talk with this reporter from name your major media outlet. Can you do it, you know, in the next couple of hours? And oftentimes you will get a response that, well, I can do it a week from Monday because I'm tied up these next couple of days and I'm traveling for work. And so having the client understand the time sensitivity is is really important. That's why we try to establish that up front with clients. We're going to come to you if we're successful which we think we will be and hope we will be, we're going to come to you with opportunities to be in the media. And that's for clients obviously seeking media coverage, not those that might be trying to manage the situation without media interest. Uh, um, We're going to bring to you opportunities and we hope and expect essentially that you can respond to them when we need you to. That doesn't mean you have to walk out of a board meeting to do a media interview, but it does mean we might need something the same morning that we call you or the same afternoon and we hope that you can respond to that. So it really is a two-way street here in terms of the agency responsibility, the client responsibility, the ability to to communicate and, and problem solve. 
You know, so if, if issues arise in the process, you know, that requires a discussion, I would imagine. Yeah, it's, it's a good point that you raise uh, that it's, it is a two-way street because there's plenty of things that agencies can do wrong too. One of them is not keeping the client informed. Things move quickly in the world of public relations. So a result that you're working, that you're hoping to deliver may be slightly different than what you initially thought. Better to let the client know as soon as you know than to make it a surprise. We try to take take surprises out of the equation. But the reality is in the business world, things move fast on both ends and communications are a lot easier now than they were years ago because there's so many different forms of communication. I set up a media interview yesterday using just text messages with a reporter and the thought of that even a few years ago would have seemed kind of strange, uh, I think. Um, so you have text messages, you have email, you have instant messages, you have you know all the other traditional methods of communication. But despite all of these new tools, I think in a lot of ways, communications have gotten more diluted and more difficult. So you end up looking at an email and trying to understand what does this person mean by the email? Mm -hmm. How am I supposed mm -hmm. to read this? And text messages or emails can seem abrupt. And so am I reading into the fact that the person on the other end is impatient? So I think there's a lot of challenges that, that modern office communications don't solve. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. There do need to be, uh, while sometimes relationships may seem to be uh, almost entirely virtual, it's important to still have that face-to-face or oh, direct uh, communication and to have regular times too, I think, to do that, you know, to build into the process, to not let things go so long that you don't have that very genuine direct communication. Joy, I think that's, if I had to say there was one key tenet of what we do, it's face-to-face -face communication. Uh, that doesn't mean that we don't service clients who are in a different time zone or a different continent even, and we do. And generally in the world of PR, you can get results anywhere because the the whole local relationship aspect of the work has really changed. So so even if you're a boutique agency and not a global firm, just because you don't have an office in Chicago and you're based in Boston doesn't mean you can't get results in Chicago. But the importance of face-to-face -face communication really can't be overstated. I mean, I think that we, I know that we always try to have face-to-face -face communications, even when clients are in different parts of the country, traveled outside of the country to meet meet clients. So you just don't, there are some nuances you never pick up on a conference call that you get face-to-face. -face. So, and I have a, one of the people who's been so helpful to us since I started the business 14 years ago, he's been an advisor with us as we've, you know, dealt with all the issues that businesses deal with, growth, what's the best way to grow, and uh, answering all the key business questions. The one thing that he always imparts on me is that you've got to spend time with the client don't leave things to an email. If there's ambiguity, don't leave it to an email. If you have to get on a plane to go see the client, don't worry about the time it takes to do that and whether your your internal budget as a PR firm is going to go off the charts by all that travel time back and forth. It's really about having a strong face-to-face -face relationship. So we try to do that even in clients' relationships where we have a regular call which is almost all of our client relationships, a weekly or a bi-weekly call, we still do meetings. We still try to get lunch or dinner. Uh, it's very hard. People's, people are very, very busy these days, mm -hmm. I find. That's Me, certainly true, um, yes. So it's very hard to get time away from the office, but it's pretty much mandatory. And the rule that I had when I started the business is really kind of the rule I have today, which is we'll go anywhere to do anything 
as long as it's within our capabilities. And so if I have to get up at five in the morning so I can have a conference call with someone who's in Asia that's convenient for their schedule, um, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. So. Good advice. Good advice. So we hope that this has been enlightening and inspiring and also to give people something to think about in terms of forging or possibly even renewing and reinvigorating some of their own client agency relationships. You can read more about PRBI at prboutiques.com, get more expert advice, find out about our members. And as David was saying, it is truly a global business today. And this is a group of agencies that certainly cover the globe in a variety of different specializations. And many of them having these wonderful long-term client relationships that are so productive over time. Well, I want to thank you, David, very, very much for for being with us today. I'm so grateful for the opportunity. And and it's not only a pleasure talking with you, it's really wonderful being a part of PRBI. So thank you very much. Thank you for listening. And uh, we wish you all the best. And again, check out PRBoutiques.com. listening to the second half of this episode of the PRBI Insider. This episode is a continuing conversation about how clients and their PR agencies can work together to build strong, productive relationships. Our guest today is Tyler Rathjen with Decibel Blue. And Tyler, I'll let you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your agency. Sounds great. Thank you for having me. As Joy said, my name is Tyler Rathjen and our agency is located in Phoenix, Arizona. We specialize primarily in food, wellness, and real estate, working with a lot of multi-unit types of concepts on the consumer side of things. We also have an office in Denver as well with a team of about 15. Thank you. So today, our topic is developing winning relationships between agencies and clients. We all long for that mutually productive relationship that is going to start out well and go for decades even in producing better and better results. But like marriages, partnerships are often challenging to achieve. So we'd like to start out by asking your opinion. When should a company consider a relationship with a public relations or marketing agency? Sure. Well, I think that there's a couple different things that you need to take into consideration. One of the things that we find most often is that it really comes down to a capacity or bandwidth issue. So a lot of times when we're working with companies, they're looking to expand their services and perhaps they don't have the individuals internally to take on those tasks, whether it's doing their social media or even be able to write press releases or developing content. So that's generally a good time when you look for outside resources and an agency can be invaluable because they have a whole team team that can essentially help you with support where bringing in perhaps one person doesn't necessarily make sense. Another thing is really when competitors, they see their competitors' names in the paper and they're not there. So they are at a point where they realize that they need to do more to get their brand out into the marketplace. And by hiring a PR agency, they're acknowledging that they need the experts to come in and really help them tell their story on a broader level. 
Do you sometimes find that companies are looking also for different perspectives, uh, different skill sets maybe that they may not have in-house? Certainly. Yeah, I think having that outside expertise is really important to have somebody with a fresh perspective who can come in and really take a 100,000 foot view of what the organization is doing. Perhaps, you know, they've been doing things the same way for so long. They have the same team and resources in place where, you know, maybe it's not producing the results that they really hope for. So bringing in some outside consultants who have a new way of approaching things, have the expertise in their industry and being able to implement some new strategies to help them really be successful certainly brings a lot to the table. So once a company has made a decision that they are going to be looking for a public relations agency, what should they look for? What are some of the criteria? What are the ways to to find the right partner? I think, you know, first and foremost, an agency should be there to make your life easier. So I think you'll be able to trust your gut right away once you interact with them. Is this a right fit to help really be an outsourced communications or marketing department for you and being able to have that rapport with their team and knowing that you're going to engage and interact with one another in a way that's going to really be collaborative and produce results. You know, another thing, too, is making sure that you understand who that team is going to be. Ask the questions. Who's the most senior person going to be that's active on your account? And are you getting the full force of a a team that you would hope for from a PR agency? Really, it comes down to making sure that they have the expertise and skill set within the vertical that you're operating as well. You really want to look for somebody who, again, can bring in that outside expertise, but has the knowledge base more broadly working with a lot of different clients throughout the industry. We talk about chemistry as well. I also should point out in PRBI, one of the characteristics of a boutique agency is that the staff is senior level. What I have heard often from clients who've been disappointed in an agency relationship is that one team came in and sold them and another team came in to do the work, usually much less senior, and they weren't happy with that. They weren't happy with the results. And I think that's one of the reasons why so many of the leaders in uh, boutique agencies you know, start their own companies because they continue to want to be involved in the account work. They continue to want to have a personal involvement and, again, bringing in teams of people who are very seasoned and experienced on every account. Yeah, and that's something that we've definitely taken into account in our agency is making sure that there isn't that awkward handoff where you feel like you're interacting with the the agency partner or senior person right away and then they disappear after three months after you land the account. We're fortunate where we have individuals who are passionate about their careers and want to be working with the client directly kind of a quick anecdote is a number of years ago, we had a very large client that we were going into pitch and we were going against all of the large agencies, legacy agencies in town who had, you know, 50 employees and whatnot. We were the young startup, you know, hungry. But after we went through our pitch, we went in who we were, we communicated our team and we won the account. And the feedback that we got is we demonstrated we wanted to do the work. We didn't want to just land the account. So I think that's really important perspective. And I think you'll be able to see through that when you're meeting with an agency and going through that, identifying, is it just more work for them? Or do they really feel like they can get passionate about your business and Mm -hmm. want to help you out and be an extension of your team and make sure that you're being successful as well? When your success and the agency's success are one of the same. We have a lot of clients that have been with us five, six, seven, almost 10 years now. And I think that that's a testament to that shared partnership mentality. And that's something to look for when you're looking for an agency, too, is do they have these long-term relationships and partnerships with other clients, which indicates, obviously, a high level of satisfaction. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So... 
how do you start off the the relationship? You know, the, the courtship is over, the marriage, you know, the papers are signed, you're ready to start working together. So what are some of the best practices you've found for really starting a, a relationship off on the right foot? I think, you know, it even starts before even the papers are signed, quite frankly. You know, what we found is it's very important to really understand the exact goals and objectives and define them with the client, even while you're in that courtship phase, to make sure that you're aligned and everybody has realistic expectations of what can be produced from a PR standpoint. You know, I think it's really important to have those metrics in place and be able to know what are we evaluating against and over what period of time. So outlining that process so that way they really understand, you know, here's what the agency can do. Here's what we expect from you. Getting aligned and all on the same page and then working towards a shared vision and then having that plan in place is really important to be working cohesively as a team. And I think that that's really one of the most important ways that you can have a successful relationship start out. Do you have a process in place for bringing the client and the agency together to develop that plan and to set those goals? We do. So in an ideal scenario, we really like to have a, a planning phase that's really at the beginning of the engagement where we sit down with them, we'll ask them from 30 to 60 days where we really take a deep dive into their business and do our due diligence and ensure that we're going in immersing ourselves in their business so that way we can come to the table with solutions again that maybe they haven't thought about before. So we really lay out concrete timelines and objectives and go through that primary and secondary research phase to really get a sense of what the problems and challenges are and what we can do to help them come up with solutions to hopefully produce those business results that they're looking for. In the course of the agency-client relationships, what are some ways in which the relationship might kind of go off the rails? And then the second part of that question, too, is how do you avoid it? (laughs) Well, I think, you know, to answer your second question, to avoid it, I think communication is key. I think that that's the biggest thing is that a lot of times, I mean, it's human nature, but if you're having challenges or struggles, somebody will internalize it and not really tell you I'm displeased or I don't like what's going on. So being able to extract that information from the client and being able to have them tell you I'm not happy with what's happening or I'm experiencing this challenge because you can't expect the agency to necessarily be able to adapt if they don't know that there's something going on. So I think that that's huge Just being able to make sure that you're just communicating and as early as possible too. If you let the problem fester, obviously that's going to lead down a path that both parties aren't going to be happy with the end result. But I think that, you know, in order to make sure that things stay on course, one of the big challenges that we face is making sure that it really goes back to communication. So with deadlines and priorities and understanding that to be successful, there needs to be a lot of interaction and engagement from the client side as well. So that goes back to helping them understand the process at the beginning is that when we're talking about deadlines and, and those sorts of things, we need to have access to those key individuals and have their participation. And if we don't have the full buy-in from their internal team, then that's going to be really challenging to produce results if they're not giving us access to them or the information that we need or arming us with the tools internally that they have to be successful from a PR standpoint. 
And also, one of the things that when we're talking about communication is having those regular meetings where you can talk about process as well as talk about projects and say, how are things going? Clients always love to be asked that question because often it's just assumed things are going fine and maybe they are. But it also gives everybody the opportunity to talk about our own process and and how we might improve it. Absolutely. And, And we try to sit down with our clients at least on a quarterly basis where it is more very high level and strategic and it's you know usually out at the office or at lunch or something where we're checking in with them to make sure that they're not only happy with the results but the client service and everything that goes with working with an agency because at the end of the day perception is everything so if they feel even if the agency feels like they're producing the results but the client isn't feeling that then clearly there's a disconnect and having those conversations and working through it it's really important and that's what leads to those long-term relationships. If you were to give one piece of advice to an agency, we'll start with agencies first, how to ensure that these relationships are are mutually productive and satisfying, what would it be? I think a couple things. To start, know when you need to have PR support and when you come too late to the table. If you're coming to hire a PR agency three to six months after you first thought about hiring them, it's already too late. So if you're expecting fast results, it's not the agency's fault that you've put them behind the eight ball. So you need to have realistic expectations and kind of know what the process is. And that's on the agency to explain what those timelines are. For instance, if your dream is to get on the cover of a national lifestyle magazine, if they pitch and by some chance out of a miracle, they get engagement from the reporter right away, it's going to be six months or eight months before that ever comes to fruition. So sometimes clients don't really understand what that process looks like and how do we go through that timeline so that way they're realistic in terms of how quickly we can impact their business over time. I think that it's also important that the client continues to ask themselves really why does their story matter? Because of course everybody feels like they're personally invested and that it should be newsworthy. But if you really kind of remove yourself from that and take an outside view, at the end of the day, continue to ask yourself, is the story that we're asking your PR agency to tell really newsworthy or is it really going to get people engaged on social or is it something that people care about? Because at the end of the day, an agency can only do so much if there isn't that compelling piece of information to really drive that story home. And as I mentioned before, I think being as responsive as you can and being engaged, you can't expect to hire an agency and then just have them be this independent vacuum that operates in a silo. Even if you don't have a huge marketing team internally, there needs to be that executive level buy-in where they are feeling like they're engaged with the agency and you're working towards a shared goal. And there's that relationship that's being built with a lot of collaboration involved. And that's very important to understand about public relations is that it is not one of those functions that can be siloed. It is the agency-client relationship really helps to keep the message consistent and compelling throughout the whole organization. And therefore, you know, senior-level executive buy-in and participation is, is really critical. Yeah, and one of the things, too, that we really stress is value. That, that's another important point, I think, from the client perspective is that, you know, a lot of agencies, they'll structure it as a retainer, or hourly, or a project. and But think about what is the the value that you're getting for that investment. Again, if you get, you know, a placement in the outlet that you've always been dreaming of, what is that worth to you versus just how it equates to the time that went into it? So I think that's important to understand as well as a lot of PR is relationship building and helping tell that story. So how do you communicate that value and understand that is one of the challenges that agencies encounter. But also I think from the client perspective is putting that in focus in terms of 
are they generating ultimately? It's not about the result in terms of the media placement or the social engagement. It is how is it ultimately impacting my business and seeing the value that PR can bring to the table. We just also have completed an international survey about public relations with 32 companies worldwide. And that was one of the, the things we found is the value that public relations holds for reaching the company's corporate goals. So I think tying it back to that overarching goal is a great way to wrap up our discussion today. Tyler, I want to thank you very, very much for being here today and and talking about this crucial subject of of matchmaking and maintaining long-term relationships, long-term productive relationships between agencies and clients. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. And you can find out more information about Public Relations Boutiques International at prboutiques.com and find out more about the members, the services, great educational information on communication. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to the PRBI Insider featuring members of the PR Boutiques International Association. Never miss an episode. Go to prbiinsider.com and follow us in your favorite podcast app or subscribe via email. Learn more about PRBI at prboutiques.com.